Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun owners in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Socialist Greg Gassar anti-gun rhetoric has been scrubbed completely from the internet. I'm Greg Gassar. I want to talk about District, District 35, that congressional seat, you know, the one that's been created. Well, no. That, that's not the one that's been created. 37 has been created, but 35, Greg Kassar is running in that district, you know, because the one that was in that district has moved somewhere else. And so it, it's an open seat. And so now Greg Kassar, you know, the socialist, you know, the one that's uh, that decided to defund the police, you know, that guy, you know, the one that decided that, you know, we didn't need cops. Uh, he decided that. You know, the homeless can, you know, sit and lie and all that good kind of stuff. You know, that guy that right there. Yeah, that guy, he's running for Congress. But you know what? We have his opponent in the studio today, Michael Rodriguez. So he's going to be inside the studio. He's going to talk to us about his race because we need to make sure that the other guy does not get in there. We want Michael Rodriguez. Remember that name, Michael Rodriguez. What's his name? Michael Rodriguez. What office he's running for? He's running for U.S. Congress, District 35. Michael Rodriguez. That's michaelfortexas.com. That's the guy we need to vote for. Need to make sure the other guy does not get in there. We're supporting Michael Rodriguez. Michael, who are you supporting? I'm supporting Michael Rodriguez. All right, so also, I want to talk about the drone lawsuit, the Texas drone lawsuit. Going to talk about that. I want to talk about the, the Round Rock active shooter. I want to talk about the Williamson County license plate readers. Man. What? Williamson County's getting license plate readers? You mean to tell me I got I got to watch out for cameras when I'm going through Wilco? That's a problem. That's in Texas, north of Austin. I got to slow down? No, we got to do something about that. Also, LA robbery. I'm going to tell you what happened there. Uh New York City bail reform. Ooh, Virginia Beach. We're going to go to the East Coast, West Coast. We're jumping all around. Cuban hotel explosion. 
what in the world's going on? And Dave Chappelle attacked on stage. In reality, they the guy ran up on stage to attack Dave Chappelle, and they literally stomped him <laughs> right out of there. I thought it was hilarious. They beat this dude to a pulp. You don't run up on stage with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, especially when Jamie Foxx is there wearing a cowboy hat. Jamie Foxx, well, man, they just literally, they went to town on this dude. Man, he will never, ever do that again, let me tell you. We're going to talk about that. I got so much stuff that I want to talk to you guys about, you know, but, you know, but what in the world? You know, Zach, you know, we have the comedy show, which is the third Sunday, third, I'm sorry, third Saturday of the month, the you know, the comedy show at Central Texas Gunworks is called Guns and Giggles. If you're ever, you know, if you're in Austin, you happen to be in Austin, Texas, and you're looking for some comedy, come on, the third Saturday of the month, Guns and Giggles. Come on down. What will that be, the 21st of this month? That's right. So what you can do is you can wear your gun, you can open carry, you can conceal carry, because we just, I wish someone would rush the stage of my comedians. <laughs> let me tell you, we got something for you. You're going to learn that day, let me tell you. So we open carry in the gun store, and it's the gun store. So there would be no harassing the comedians, and the comedians can talk about whatever they want to talk about. And so Guns and Giggles, that's that third Saturday of the month at Central Texas Gunworks. Come on down. Have some laughs, free beer, free pizza. Mm, that reminds me of a quote by our friend Coleon Noir. What did he say? An armed society is a polite society. And let me tell you, everyone's polite at Guns and Giggles at Central Texas Gunworks. <laughs> we laugh, we have a great time, and we enjoy ourselves. <laughs> also, um, man, it's it's been an exciting, exciting time in Texas. You know, uh, Austin had a vote yesterday to decriminalize, or what? What? What, what was the vote about? Yeah, it was Prop A. Prop A. It was basically uh, two. Um, well, for one, no knock two raids. Issues, no knock raids. No and knock then raids. And the uh, further decriminalization of marijuana, I yeah, believe. Small yeah. amounts. So small amounts. Yeah. So basically, you know, you, you have your little baggie of weed. The police are not going to pull you. They're not going to worry about that when they pull you over. And then the other thing was no knock warrants, you know, because that's a problem, as we've seen around the country, uh, when police go to. You know, go to someone's home and decide not to knock at all. And they go inside and either the police get shot, that person gets shot because they don't know who in the world is coming through their doors. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw this with Brianna Taylor, which they did this on what I call D-Day. D-Day was March 13th of 2020 when the country shut down and everyone panicked. You know, COVID-19's here. The country shut down. Everyone and their mother walked into the gun store to buy a gun. And so that night, the police <laughs> did a no-knock warrant at that apartment. And so police officers were shot out. Brianna Taylor's, uh, uh, where the police officers were shot at, Brianna Taylor was shot and killed. It was just complete chaos and mayhem. So because of that, you know, we need to get rid of no-knock warrants, in which we're looking at doing that. We have did that in, in Austin, and hopefully we can do something at the Capitol where we can get rid of that across the entire state of Texas. Because there's a case in Colleen, Texas, where a young man uh, is being convicted in Colleen, Texas, or has been convicted because he was a victim of a no-knock warrant. So that, that clearly is a problem. You know, I would hate for police to come to my house, not knock, and, 
you know, because I don't, you know, you just don't know who it is. You know, it could be, you know, I've, you know, my family has been a victim of a home invasion. So we're always on alert, you know, at night, three or four o'clock in the morning. That's just a terrible thing to do. You know, um, if you want to serve a warrant, if you know where someone works, you know that where they're, you know, you follow them to work, you get them at the gas station, get them, at the, you know, coming out of the grocery store, walking up to their vehicle. There's so many different opportunities that you can get a person. Yeah, don't go to their castle, right? <laughs> no, not the castle. <laughs> no, nah, you're going to learn that day. I'm going to tell you, you come to the castle because <laughs> we prepared. <laughs> we ready for a, ready for a seizure. <laughs> Everything's short of alligator moat. That's right. Everything's sh- they definitely short of the alligator moat. We got everything else though. Yes, I'm. I'm. I was told because of what I said at the last show to not discuss what I have at the house. I was yelled uh, at and yeah. chastised. I mean, you can infer, <laughs> but uh, maybe don't give specifics. Right, right? Shut I, your I, mouth. Yes, I was told to shut up. You <laughs> know, don't talk about mm-hmm. what we have at home. You know, no one's supposed to know that. They're supposed to think, you know, supposed to think my other half is anti-gun, and we don't have, you know, that many guns at the house, just a few guns. So I'm not <laughs> supposed to discuss those things and talk about the ammunition or none of that stuff. Not supposed to talk about the grenades. Not supposed to talk about the anti-tank, you know, <laughs> right miss, missiles. Can you talk about the ten thousand rounds of seven six two? Not supposed 39? to talk about that. Not supposed to talk about the bulletproof windows. Not supposed to talk about the safe room. Not supposed to talk mm. about you know. You know, none of that stuff. Smoke grenades. What the hell have we gotten into here? Real grenades. Not supposed to discuss none of that stuff. Not supposed to talk about, you know, the emergency exits out the house. None of that stuff. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talking. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 1370, the right choice. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So remember, I, that you know, that socialist I talked to you about? I'm not going to say his name anymore, but he's a socialist and he wants to take away your guns. And the funny thing about him wanting to take away your guns, they have scrubbed all the videos that were on YouTube on Google of him talking about uh, actually standing in front of the Texas Capitol talking about taking your guns away. And I find that very strange that the web has been totally scrub of all videos of this socialist. Uh, and then also, we want to talk about this drone stuff. You know, what's up with, you know, why can I fly a drone? You, I, you know what? I fly a drone. I'm letting you know right now. I'm not supposed to tell you this. This is part of my security stuff. I'm not supposed to tell you. That Shut I have a, your mouth. I know. I have a drone that follows me to work and go home every day that has 5.56 uh, rifle rounds that shoot from it. I'm not supposed to tell you that, but now you know. I want one of those. You sell them at the store? You, no, we don't sell those. No, no. no. Just, you know, just in case. Uh, just in case. All right. So, And also, let's go back to Greg Gassar. Greg Gassar. Okay. That's the last time I'm saying his name. Not going to say his name anymore. Uh, no more. But you remember all the protests and the riots that we had, you know, back in 2020 and 2019, 2018, 2017. You remember all the talk about defunding the police? Well, this guy, that's the same people that want to defund the police, the same people that, you know, talked about, you know, immigration. And you remember, you remember all that talk of immigration, how, uh, really, it was Obama that opened the floodgates. You know, remember all that? And they blamed it on someone else down the road. Remember all that? Well, guess what? That guy that that defunded your police, the reason why we have, you know, issues today, why crime is so high today is because that guy there wants to run for Congress. And we want to stop him in his tracks. And part of stopping him in his tracks is, you know, we're, we're bringing to the to the table today, to the show, Michael Rodriguez. My, I want you to remember that name, Michael Rodriguez. He's running for U.S. Congress, Texas District 35. That encompasses Austin. It goes down to San Antonio. It stays on the east side of Austin. Michael Rodriguez is running for Congress. This is the name that we need. Uh, we need this name, Michael Rodriguez, to go to D.C. to represent us. I We do not want... The other guy, that socialist in D.C. representing this area, this district. And so if you don't remember all the protests and the riots and stuff like that, let me bring a video to light. So what happens in the dark will always come to light. But they tried to scrub this stuff out. But you get, you know what? I kept some videos. Yeah, you can't take you can't you can't scrub your videos from Michael Cargill. So take a listen to this. All right, so this here was a video. This is a video here that in, in your, if you're watching, you know, you're on YouTube, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on, you're on the Alex Jones you know, website there, you're watching you know, InfoWars, you're watching this, this video here. What you're going to see is you're going to see uh, some individuals that are, you know, just attacking, you know, people in the street, attacking a family uh, who are trying to just go home for the night because they decided to just walk out, block traffic, and just 
you know, cause mayhem and chaos in Austin, Texas. And prior to this happening was this other guy, the socialists, you know, encouraged the people to actually go and do this. He said, go out, you know, do this, you know, you know, go ahead and do, th do great things. And we want you to, you know, cause, you know, do whatever you're going to do to let people know that you're upset and whatever. And this is what they did. He was the instigator. The other guy was the instigator to this. And if you want stuff like this to happen on a national scale, if you want things like this, if you want defunding the police to go a much greater scale, if you want to tip the scales in the midterm elections to, you know, to go to the group of people that want to defund the police, then vote for the socialists because that's what's going to happen. If you stay home, if you don't go to the polls and go vote, you're going to lose that power and that control. You're going to lose your law enforcement. You're not going to have, you know, Austin, for Austin to be the most, the, the biggest, the most growing city in the nation, we are so behind on law enforcement per capita, per individual. You know, we need more law enforcement. We need to hold them accountable. Um, and I'm telling you now, if we do not do this, we're going to find ourselves in a, in a world of hurt come 2024, 2025, 2026. Crime is increasing because they're saying, hey, you know what? We're not going to fund the police. We're not going to, we're not, he, this, the other guy is responsible for the city council of Austin, Texas, not having a police academy and not hiring more police officers. If you don't hire more police officers, we don't have police officers for the police department. We can't stop crime. When you're calling 911, and they're saying, hey, don't call us, call 311. That's because of the other guy. Okay. If you're if you have a business, you're listening to me and you you have a business in Austin, Travis County, wherever you are in the country, in the state of Texas, and police don't show up to your business because there's crime happening. This is it's because of the other guy. We got to stop him from going to DC and doing this on a larger scale. So let me bring it to the conversation, Michael Rodriguez. Michael, welcome to Come and Talk It, sir. Hey, thank you, Michael. Absolutely. So, Michael, you know, tell me about you. Tell me, you know, what's your background like? You know, because I think you're in the military, right? Yes, sir. You're uh, a soldier. <laughs> yep, I am. I'm currently in the National Guard. Uh, prior to that, I have active duty time in the Marine Corps and active, active duty time in the Army. And all of it, my entire career has been in the infantry. So uh, I've always been in the fight. Nice. I don't back down from it, and this is the reason why I'm stepping up and, you know, throwing my hat into the congressional level because this is the new front for me. And and why why did you decide to run for Congress of all seats? Because of my federal background, being in the military, uh, I understand that more than you know. I, it, it's less of a learning curve for me, and I can jump in. I, I understand the language. I understand the lingo. I understand you know the ins and the outs of from the workings perspective of the federal government, then I would try to learn the aspects of local governments. So, yeah. And it's, and it's, I tell you, it's, it's something else, you know, because you're talking about going to the national level. Now you're talking about going to DC. Yes. And so, you know, what are some of the things that you think you want to focus on when you go to DC? Well, nationally security, yes. security of our nation. That's top priority. Okay. It has to be um, the top priority because without the security of our nation, we'd have that to, to secure. Right. So nope. I definitely want to bring that to the table. 
up front, you know, it is the federal government's responsibility to manage the security of our nation, which to include our borders. Mm. So, and everyone knows what's going on down there. I have a lot of, um, I know people that are down on the borders and I know the struggles that they are going through. And when it comes down to it, it's the federal government's responsibility to handle that straightforward. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's, you know, the governor, uh, Governor Abbott's trying to do what he can, you know, with the, you know, the Texas Guard, you know, but you're right. You know, that's a that's the federal government, you know, should stop that. And, you know, and it's crazy how no one's talking about that. Yep. You know, they t- they only talked about that when Trump was in the office, you know, when the when the she was on the other foot. They were whole. They were talking about everything. They were. They went. They took planes down to El Paso, <laughs> down to the south, and they were just complaining. Now it's worse. Yes. And mom's the word. They're not yep. saying anything. They don't talk about the, the illegal crossings. They don't talk about the the money that's pouring into it. And this is funded by the state of Texas. And, and this should be a federal funded operation. And the scale at which people are crossing over is just yes. through the roof. Yes. The amount of people, you know, it's, you know, they're not talking about any of that stuff. Nope. It's just insane. And they uh, ignore the fact that, you know, the, the czar of the border that's supposed to be handling it hasn't been down there, has been very quiet about it. But it's, it's obviously not a top priority for the current administration. Right. And you don't plan on taking our guns away, are you? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> That is uh, no. The second minute is there, and it will stay. Nice, because you're in the military. You, yes. you know how important that is. That's right. That's right. But we're not, because we're not going to be like Ukraine. You know where? Oh my goodness! You know we. Hey, everyone, we got, we need to teach our citizens how to fire a rifle. I think we all know how to do that. At least a lot of us, a large portion of us. There's so many guns in this yes. country. A person would be crazy to do what they're doing with the Ukraine. That's right. And I, I respect the pe- a person's right to like not handle them. That that's their right. The right is there for all if you choose to have it. And if you don't want to handle it, that, that's perfectly fine. There are plenty others that know how. That's right. I, I tell you, you know, we're talking today. We're sitting here talking with Michael Rodriguez. He's running for U.S. Congress, Texas District 35. That's Michael Rodriguez running for Congress, Texas District 35. His website is michaelfortexas.com. Go ahead and check it out. Check this guy out. Michael Rodriguez running for Congress, Texas District 35. We come back from the break. I want to talk about the drone lawsuit for the state of Texas. I want to talk about the Round Rock active shooter. Man, when you're in Round Rock where that happened yesterday, it was crazy from what I hear. Insane. Also, I want to talk about that the license plate readers. What's going on with that? In L.A., we're going to go to California. We're going to go to New York City. We're going to Virginia Beach. We're even going to talk about Cuba or the Cuban hotel explosion. We're going to talk about that. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hi, this is Stephen Wolfer, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Let's talk about these drones, man. The state appeals verdict in the drone lawsuit. So the state of Texas is appealing a federal court ruling issued in March that invalidated the state law prohibiting the use of unmanned aerial vehicles known as drones for a news gathering as being inconsistent with the First Amendment. So the move was not surprising, but... TAB, I don't know if you know what TAB is, the Texas Association of Broadcasters. Uh, their legal counsel advises that until a stay is issued either by the judge or who issued the ruling or by the appellate court, uh, the photojournalists may continue to exercise their First Amendment right of news gathering through the use of drones. And so that's right. And we're broadcasters. So when we have a drone up in the air, it's all about the news. Right. So it was uh, Judge Robert Pittman, actually. Oh, we know Mr. Pittman. We do. Yeah, he's very popular. Mr. Pittman's very popular. That's right. He's he's there at every turn. He's been there a long time. He's not leaving that seat. Every every man, he was there. Man, he's there for the cocaine constable too. <laughs> yes, I know Mr. Pittman. The cocaine commander. The co- cocaine commander, cocaine constable. He's been there for all of them. Was it constable? Too? Constable too. That's right. That's right. How he's, many of them are there? There's Jeez. a lot of them. Let me tell you. So he's been oh. there for all of them. So the March ruling was made in a lawsuit brought by the National Press Photo- uh, Photographers Association, the Texas Press Association, and a journalist. Uh, Tab filed a friend of the court brief supporting the plaintiffs, which was prepared by attorneys with Jackson Walker LLP, uh, Tab's general counsel law firm, and joined by the Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press. When the ruling was issued, attorney Paul Walter Waltler with Jackson Walker and uh, had offered the following takeaways for journalists. Journalists hold a constitutional protected right to document and disseminate the news. It is unlawful to use drones for news gathering activities and to publish their images. And news, okay, and news organizations may use drone photography and images without looming concerns of liability. So let me go back. So journalists hold a constitutional protected right to document and disseminate, disseminate the news. It is lawful to use drones for news gathering activities and to publish their images. And the right to fly drones is not absolute, although the court found this particular Texas law too broad in scope. 
and drone usage continues to be subject to narrower statutes and regulations concerning safety and national security that carry stiff civil and criminal penalties. So we're going to follow this case because I love my drones. And I think, uh, you know, the broadcasters, the news media, the, the press should be able to fly drones, uh, you, know, uh, you know, for news gathering, you know, when they're one traffic, uh, you know, even crime scenes, you know, you're not going to see gr gruesome stuff on the news anyway. They're going to cover that stuff up. So you're not going to see someone's face or anything like that. But that it's important that the media has access to that stuff. And I don't think the state, the city, the county should have, you know, be able to control the air, the sky. All right. All right. But let's get back to this election. I want to get back to this congressional seat because I want to talk about, um, you know, what's happening in Texas. I want to talk about the congressional seat of District 35. And Michael Rodriguez, you know, man, tell us you, you're in a, a runoff election also. Yep, I am in the runoff. Uh, the early voting starts on uh, May 16th through the 20th, and election day is the 24th of May. All right. So, and and it's and it's it's important that people get out and in, into the runoff because they think that we just, which we did, we just had an election, which yep. is on Saturday, yep, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> and so that election's <laughs> over. They're like, hey, I just voted. But you know what? There's another there's another election coming on. It's coming really quick. Yes. What are those dates? The uh, May 16th through the 20th, early voting. May 16th to May 20th is early voting, people, for the runoff elections. So any runoff elections that are out there, you, you know, what we saw was like city, what we just did yes. just now. Constitutional you know, and amendments. Constitutional amendments. Yep. But now we have runoff elections. Unfortunately, I don't know why they didn't do this at the same time. You know, they, it would have been easier, but they didn't. So, unfortunately, we have to go back out again and go back and vote. Remember? So, the runoff election starts when? May 16th. May 16th. Through the 20th. Through May 20th. And election then election day is May 24th. May to, uh, So, that way you can vote for our, our congressional levels and our state level representatives. And that's a Tuesday, right? May 24th? Yes. Right, yeah, because my sister's birthday is on May twenty. Yeah, I better not say it on the air. <laughs> May twenty what? May twenty what? I mean, I said I'll get in trouble. Right, so yeah, so election day is May twenty fourth. This is for the runoff election. So get on out there early voting. I like to early vote. I like get it on out of the way. That way I can talk trash, you know, later on down the road. So I voted, <laughs> and I vote in every single election. I vote in every single election. You know, since I was 21 years old, I never miss an election. So if you miss an election, you don't go vote, then don't get on Facebook. Don't get on Twitter complaining about what you don't like because you didn't go vote. We don't care what your opinion is because you didn't let us know your opinion when you went to the polls. Go vote. That's your opinion. If you're tired of traffic, if you're if you're worried about, you know, you know defunding the police, the, the biggest thing here is crime now. People, you know, why can I, why, why can I not call nine one one and a police officer comes out and fill out a report or comes out, you know, and catch this criminal who's trying to break into my house? Well, that's because you didn't go vote. You know, why, you know, someone's trying to break into my business and I'm calling nine one one. Well, police aren't coming because you didn't go vote. Well, I'm trying to, you know, we're having issues with, you know, homeless people that you know, the homeless that are, you know, committing crimes. The police are not coming because you didn't go vote. Well, okay, all right. So you know, my my property taxes is increasing in the city. You know what's you know I need to do something about my property taxes. Well, they're going to increase because you know why you didn't go vote. Uh, but you know, but okay. So I'm tired of. I don't want to hear it because you're getting your vote. Go vote. That's what you do. 
and vote for Michael Rodriguez. Right, Michael? Yes, all right. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, tell me some more, Michael. Oh, um, what you said about the property taxes. I mean, a lot of people, I didn't know this, but we have till May 15th to uh, file the, uh, to challenge it. To protest it. Yeah, to protest oh, man. it. man. And Ooh. you got to turn that in before May 15th. The individuals right. do? Individual homeowners? Yes. So, and that's, you know, just to get the, the challenge the, to protest and be like, Hey, this is way too high. I don't deserve it. You got to fill out that paperwork that they all send us in the mail that most people probably just threw to the side because it says, this is not a bill. This is not a bill. This is not a bill. So and everyone's like, Oh, it's not a bill. So I don't have to worry about it. But inside there's important paperwork to say, Hey, protest your property taxes. That's right. Yeah. I read that the average home in Travis County went up 56% hmm. in appraised value. And if you can hear my voice. And you're saying, ha, ha, I don't own a home. I rent. <laughs> well, guess what? Rent you're going to sit in your rent. <laughs> your rent's going up, rent's buddy. Go up. It, it will be a, reflected in your rent. <laughs> Trust me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. And it's, it's gone up drastically. And, and, and you're seeing that in, you know, in little areas, little pockets, yes. like going to the airport. You remember those long lines at the airport? Well, guess what? You don't have employees working at the airport. You know why they don't have employees working enough employees working in the airport because they can't afford to live in the city, and that job that at the airport doesn't pay enough. So guess what? They're not working there. That's why you're sitting in that line at the airport right now trying to make it to your plane. Uh, you know why? You're going out to eat at the restaurant and you're wondering, oh my goodness, why is the restaurant closing so early? Pre-COVID, the restaurants were stay open a lot later. Well, you know what? They don't have enough employees to work at the restaurant. You know why? Because they can't afford to live in the city. Because the, ta- the the rent has been has gone up too high or their property taxes are too high. Can't afford to stay here. So they're moving out of the city. So we don't have the employees to work those jobs. It's a, it's it just rolls downhill. You know, I I remember that. You remember Zach, you know, pre-COVID, I can, you know, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, we can find a place to eat. And I, Those were the good old days. Yeah, you 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 better find yourself a food truck. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that's the only place you have to eat is a food truck. And it's guess what? The ones down Sixth Street, you know, where all the shootings take place, because you know, because crime's so bad, because we defunded the police, because <laughs> we don't know how to handle that situation. Remember that? Well, guess what? Those food trucks down there are open. So put on your little flag jacket, your bulletproof vest, and head on down to Sixth Street if you want to get yourself something to eat at you know ten o'clock at night, because they're open. Outside of that, there are very few places that very few, very few places that are open past that. It's crazy because, you know, when I I went out to eat like last weekend, and I was gonna go to this one restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants. And they're like, uh, you're not eating here tonight because we're all booked up. Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you guys just opened five minutes ago. How are you all booked up? We we we're booked solid for the rest of the night. One of my favorite restaurants. Crazy. That's post COVID. Not enough employees. They're not open late at night, late enough. And so because of that, you know, employees, they're not taking those jobs. They're not working those places because they can't afford to stay here in Austin because their rent's too high, their taxes are too high. So we need to make sure that we get the right person in D.C. to fight with, fight for us. Because if we do not do this, this problem is going to get worse, people. It's going to increase. So you need to take a look at Michael Rodriguez. Because if you let that other guy, that socialist, get in that seat, he's going to take your guns away, crime's going to increase, and your taxes are going to continue to go sky high and through the roof. Trust me. But hey, I'm a disabled veteran. 
I don't pay property taxes. So you know what? Do what you got to do. I'm just here to give you the message. <laughs> I'm just talking to you because you know what? My taxes are waived because I'm a disabled vet. Michael? Yes, sir. So, you know, tell me some things, you know, some other things that people need to be aware of. What do you do? Well, be, investigate your candidates. Like, like you're talking about, you know, there's the other guy. Sounds good. Sounds fun. You know, but what what else is it? What else about him is there? Like most people want to know about me and they, they scour the internet trying to figure out who I am. And I never thought it was a bad thing not to be found on the internet, but because you are a working per you're a working man. Yep. You're, you're a soldier. You're in the Marine Corps. You're in the Texas guard now. Yes. You're in the Texas guard because you spent your lifetime working, yep. providing for your family and you understand the struggle that the normal person's going through. Yeah. And you're saying, hey, we need to end that struggle and we need to, you know, help out the, you know, the regular guy, not just the the, the richest, you know, of the, the top 10% of this country. And I definitely understand the struggle. I mean, my wife and I, we struggled. We had our struggles, but um, who doesn't? Everybody has their, their own struggles. And it, it is up to us to help ourselves out. And not just rely on our government to help us out. I mean, if they're there to help us out, and you know, I'll I'll take a help a hand up. You know, I won't take a hand out. If it's going to make me better, I, I'm all for it, and I'll do it, and I'll do that what needs to be done. But the the some of the programs that are that are being offered out there, like you know, when there's no end date, you know, there's, there's no progress, there's no, you know, hey, this is this is to help you out so that way you can progress throughout the community, and. No, I'd like to. I, I admit I took some of those programs that they were out there because we needed them, you know. But we didn't. We didn't live off of them. We, whenever we caught up and we had what we had to do, we we got off of them. Right. So, and and you know they say you know you can you know instead of giving someone a fish, teach them how to fish yeah. so they can provide for their family. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Maj Pure. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so the Round Rock Police Department has identified the man at the center of a shelter-in-place notice in Round Rock on Saturday afternoon who was later found dead. Now, police identified the man, a 31-year-old Henry Tolentino, a Round Rock resident, who lived on Bent Tree Loop near where the shooting occurred. In the press conference Saturday, Round Rock PD Chief Alan Banks said the man who was wearing a body armor fired at officers numerous times near a wooded area at Old Settlers Boulevard and Bent Tree Drive. The situation started around 12.30 p.m. 
after 911 caller reported that they had been shot multiple times by a man outside of their home. Another caller said they saw a man in a trench coat carrying a AK-style rifle run across Old Settlers Boulevard. And when officers arrived at the scene, the man began shooting as he moved into the woods and officers fired back. Later, the man also shot at an armed police vehicle and officers again returned fire. And so this was a crazy scene on a Saturday afternoon in Austin, Texas. And police said the man was found dead in the wooded area. Banks said it is unclear if officers shot the man or if he took, you know, he took his own life. Uh, but Banks said the situation is under investigation as officers involved in the shooting. Take a listen to Chief Banks. A call of a person who had been shot multiple times. The caller told dispatch that the shooter was possibly a neighbor of his. Officers responded to the location along with medical personnel. At approximately 12.38, we received a report that a male wearing a black trench coat and carrying an AK-style rifle ran across Old Settlers, also known as 3406. At 12.43, a fire department battalion chief reported that he saw a subject hop the fence at Barron's Ranch and Plantation wearing camouflaged clothing. Officers responded to that area the male subject immediately engaged officers and began firing upon them. He then retreated into the wood line at Camino del Verde Place and Salorn Way. Officers did return fire as he continued to shoot at them as he retreated into the wood line. Officers recognized at that time that the subject was wearing body armor. Due to, due to the severity of the situation, multiple agencies responded to the scene. As our armored vehicle arrived on scene, the subject began shooting at the armored vehicle. Officers then returned fire at him again. The subject was later found in the dense wood line. Less, less than lethal rounds were used by, uh, by officers to see if the subject would respond. Subject did not respond at that time. It was determined that he was deceased. It is unknown if it is a result of officers' actions or if he took his own life. This is an ongoing investigation. There are no um, injuries to officers. We do have. We did have one officer that sustained medical or had a medical situation. He was transported to the hospital. He currently is in stable condition. The original victim that was shot received non-life-threatening injuries. He is also in stable condition uh, at the hospital. Multiple agencies responded to the situation. They do include Austin Police Department, Georgetown, Williamson County, Cedar Park. All right, so, man, that, that's a crazy scene on a Saturday afternoon. And just imagine, you're, you're, you're Saturday. A lot of people were going out uh, on Saturday to do a pre- Mother's Day. And by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Let me tell you. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother Mother's Day to my mother who I call first thing in the morning right when I walk up, woke up there. I was the first person to call my mother out of all my other siblings. The rest of you guys, y'all suck. <laughs> I was first. <laughs> That's right. I called mom first. First one, you know why? Because I'm the favorite. <laughs> 
And that's why. That's right. Uh, I'm the favorite siblings. Deal with it. That's right. Don't call me later on. I don't want. I don't want to hear about how you're angry with me. I'm the favorite. I called mom first. As soon as she woke up, and you know, while she was drinking her coffee, you know, she was eating her breakfast. I talked to her the entire time for a good whole hour. You know, we you know had a great conversation. You know, over breakfast because I'm the favorite, and I talked to my mom first. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great it's great man uh yep yeah no i mean yeah happy mother's day my mother she's listening happy mother's day mom nice. happy mother's day to my wife my grandmother and my mother-in-law happy mothers to all the mothers that's right because without the mothers we would not be here today exactly all right so yeah that was a crazy scene yesterday and like i said a lot of people were trying to do that pre-mother's day you know dinner lunch whatever yesterday because today is kind of really busy at all the different restaurants that are trying to do it yesterday. And so while you're trying to do that, imagine the shooting taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it was just a crazy scene. And I'm willing to bet that a, a regular citizen would, you know, had something to do with, you know, this guy getting shot as well. Uh, I'll put money on it. You, you'll hear later on down the road that uh, a citizen, you know, a Round Rock citizen, you know, pulled out his firearm and actually shot this guy. And that was the bullet that killed this guy. I'll put money on it for sure. All right, so let's go back to Williamson County, uh, which is Round Rock, Texas. Williamson County is planning to install 25 license plate reading cameras across the county to help fight and solve crimes. County commissioners approved an agreement for a flock of cameras, you know, a little pilot program there, Tuesday in a unanimous vote. And the sheriff's office has not set a date. They didn't set a date or anything like that yet to install the cameras. So we don't know when that's going to begin, but it's supposed to be a 12 be a 12-month uh, pilot program for these cameras. So, all right, for 12 months there. So 12 months, I need to make sure I stay out of Williamson County. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a criminal. I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't have anything to worry about. You know, So I just don't want anyone to know when I'm going through McDonald's in Williamson County to you know, grab my you know, large order of fries and my Big Mac You know, when I'm supposed to be uh, cheating on my diet and not eating any meat. You know, I just want to be on the camera. Don't want to be on camera doing that. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, yeah, yes, I do cheat every once in a while on my diet. All right, so, but you know what? Michael Rodriguez, tell us about yourself. Okay, um, so I'm just uh, a working man, uh, military man. Uh, grew up in the military. My dad was in the military, so I, I'm in the military. Uh, I mean, the reason why I wanted to run for Congress because, you know, most most people don't know that you don't have to live in the district that you're running for for the congressional seat. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's true. So you, I can live any I can live anywhere in Texas and run in that seat. Yes, I did not know that. So You'd I be live a carpet in the bagger. District. Yes, there you go. Wow. But I live in the district, and you know it's the district. And not only do I live in the district, it's the district I grew up in. And now that you're saying that, I don't think the other guy lives in a district. I'm gonna bet money. I'm that pr- he does not. I'm pretty sure he does not. Well, if he was city council. Four. Right. That That's does not the, that is not in the district thirty-five. Right. So he doesn't live. Yeah, I want to bet he is wow, this guy's representation. Wow. He so, doesn't I mean, like I say, if he truly wanted to be a congressman, he wanted to run for Congress, he should have ran for the district that he lives in, mm. which is thirty-seven. Mm. So wow, interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Well, I, I live in thirty-five. I'm running for the district I live. I'm running the district where I grew up in. From elementary, I graduated from Texas State University, which is all in the district. Mm. 
So nice. Live so, in the district. Live in the district. Went to school in the district. Went to school in the district. I still live in the district. Wow. So, and that's important because you know the struggle that people are going through. I've and, seen the changes, too. and you can actually represent them. You know, because you're there. Yes. On the ground, you're living there. You shop there. Yep. You know. Okay, that's that's really important to know. This the other guy does not even. I'm willing to bet doesn't live in the district. Can't. It is impossible. You know, judging by the last office that the other guy held, uh, where all the all the crimes increasing in that area, you know, dra- dr- drastically. So keep that in mind. Um, also, want to talk about Los Angeles. Um, so L.A. So gunfire broke out at a smoke shop just before 7 p.m. in Compton. The Los Angeles Sheriff's Department said four people entered the store and pointed handguns at an employee behind a counter. An employee appears to be wearing a ballistic vest with security written on it, according to the security footage released by authorities Wednesday. And one suspect can be seen taking out a gun and pointing at him. The employee pulls out a gun and a gun battle ensues. The suspect trips over. They trip over each other. And as they try to flee and fire several rounds out the store, you know, at the store employee there as they're running out the door. So the uh, he was shot in the neck and face, but was later released from the hospital a half hour after the gunfire exchange, deputies responded to Martin Luther King Hospital for a gunshot victim. Investigators said that the victim was one of the four suspects at the smoke shop who had been wounded. And the sheriff's department told uh, the news media outlet there that the suspect later died. And a sus- second suspect was arrested the following day. And this happened, just so you know, back in April. But we're just getting access to the video now. Crazy scene in a smoke shop. You know, and you're seeing this all around the country where, you know, criminals are getting very bold in what they're doing. So you're going to have to take because of the other guy who's running against uh, Michael Rodriguez here. You know, they defund the police. You know, we, we got to start defending ourselves. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and all the mothers who want to be mothers and all the sisters in them and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to mess that all up, so I'm going to stop right there. All right, so, uh, man, Zach, what happened? Something has happened in the news. Someone's died. Oh, yeah, Kevin Samuels has died. All right, who's Kevin Samuels? Who's this guy? If you don't know about Kevin Samuels, he is uh, this dapper gentleman that gives relationship advice on social media platforms. Okay. And uh, some say that his advice is cruel. Oh, uh, so he gave some (laughs) mean advice out there, huh? Yeah, these uh, women call in that think that they're all that and then a bag of chips. And, and then uh, he, he, he says basically some lets them know, nope. Uh-uh. Wow. How old was Kevin? He's like 56 or That's all, Just 56 years old? Yeah. Oh, man. Poor Kevin. Uh-huh. Well, I guess those ladies are standing over his grave right now saying, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I bet he's still just shaking his head from the grave at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Poor Kevin. All right, that's okay. Well, ladies, you know, pick yourself up and keep moving. All right, so uh, ghost guns. Let's talk about that. Ghost guns can cause serious harm. 
but controversial bail reform is scarier in New York City. Yeah. So police say Ed's, Ed's Edison, Cruz of the Bronx, has been trying hard to go to jail. <laughs> He's been doing whatever he possibly could, uh, which is not easy to do in New York City, apparently. You know, you could just be, you just could totally commit crimes, you could shoot people, and you still may not go to jail. Uh, so he kept getting arrested. They kept letting him go. And he's so, so really, you know, what's an up-and-coming convict to do? So kill somebody, police say, and shoot two innocent bystanders with a ghost gun, a handgun assembled illegally from mail-order parts. And so this persistentness of this guy, after three previous ghost gun-related busts, bus, followed by two instant releases under New York's insane bail laws and then a timely bailout arranged by a Bronx alternative justice group, Cruz was free finally to make the big time. He now stands accused of second-degree murder, manslaughter, and weapons charges, a list likely to grow as authorities finish sorting the spare parts he allegedly used to build an untraceable firearm. You know, so <laughs> at that point, I guess they got his attention <laughs> or or he got their attention, I should say. You know, it takes it takes a lot, you know. Uh, so I'm looking at a P80 polymer, you know, a polymer 80 there in the background. You see that, that he had. He, so basically, yeah, he bought some polymer 80s and he I guess he gets some 80 percent there and he put them together. And body armor looks like a, a funky little AR pistol I'm looking at. That doesn't look good at all. Almost looks like a 308. And yeah, he's yeah he's he's done some stuff there. Uh, he's got yeah, and looks like in New York City you can't you can't walk down the street with like an axe or a sword. Yeah, he's got some kind of little sawed up like a little sword there too. Yeah, so he's definitely. Yeah, it's not Texas. No, nah, it's not Texas. We you know Texas we don't have you know knife law in Texas. You can walk down the street with any size knife in Texas. There's certain places you cannot take a knife with a length of blades over five and one half inches. All right, so ghost guns are the bug beer of the moment because only, <laughs> according to what they say in New York, only a lunatic will defend them. <laughs> and because it is much easier and far less controversial to blame them for New York's blood-spattered sidewalks than it would be to bring the full force of the law down on the core problem. You know, the trigger pullers. What a concept, you know? It's not necessarily the ghost guns, you know, because what if I want to build a gun at home, you know, with my son, you know, with my daughter, you know, as a project, like I'm building a model car, I should be able to do that. The problem is, what if I take that model car, that vehicle that I built, and I take it on the road and I run someone over and kill them with it? Then that's the problem. Not the problem, not me building the car in my home. The problem is that I went out and killed someone in the vehicle. That is the problem. Same thing with the firearm. If I want to go, you know, at home in my garage, in my living room, build a firearm, I should be able to do that. The problem is going out and committing a crime with the firearm. My goodness, people, wake up and smell the coffee. You know, guns are not the problem. It's people that are the problem. And looking at this guy, he's definitely the problem. He should have been locked up a long time ago. Uh, insane. Um, also, let's talk about, well, someone's talking about unregistered machine guns. I don't know what that's at in Virginia Beach. Let's go to Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. A Virginia Beach man was indicted this week by a federal grand jury after the ATF said he sold them several unregistered illegal machine guns. Listen, people, if you pull the trigger and it shoots multiple rounds, that's a machine gun. And the last thing you want to do is sell it to an ATF agent. Mm -mm, don't do it. If you do, don't drop the soap. They're going to get you. 
In a release from the Department of Justice, federal federal prosecutors say that 28-year-old Patrick Tate uh, would sell the guns online and eight were purchased through a confidential source by the ATF. When authorities executed a search warrant on Tate's home, I guess his last name really is Adamax, but I'm going to call him Tate, they say that they recovered 25 unregistered machine guns. 25 machine guns. Where in the world you get 25 machine guns? I can't even get 25 machine guns. I'm a failed dealer. What do what these people do? What do they, how do they get this stuff? They didn't specify exactly what type of guns they were. And uh, Tate there char- was charged with receiving, possessing, and transferring unregistered machine guns and for selling firearms without a federal firearms license. And he faces a maximum of 10 years in prison. Wow. So have fun, Tate. Don't drop the soap. We'll see you in 10. Holla, peace. Been nice knowing you. So it's a maximum of 10 years for him. Yeah, the maximum of 10. He'll get the, he'll get the max because, you know, 25. Unregist- That's a lot. Yeah. He'll, nego- he'll either negotiate and rat out wherever he got those guns from. If he, do- if, he- if he doesn't rat them out, then he's getting a 10. If he doesn't get a 10, he ratted someone out. <laughs> uh, so what else is going on out there, Zach? What's going on in the world? It's so uh, much what going is on going on in the world? Yeah, it's a lot going on out there. There is a lot, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, we already uh, discussed that active shooting a little bit, uh-huh, did we? Uh-huh, uh-huh, we did. Yeah, that guy's dead. We didn't talk about Cuba. Got to talk about Cuba. We'll talk uh, about Cuban the, Hotel. Yeah, we'll talk about the other half, the uh, next segment there. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Anyone else? Um, a lot of things. I mean, uh, we're living in a pretty busy time right now. COVID's uh, over. We can take yeah, our mask our mask off now. COVID's over. Jill Biden's in Ukraine. Oh, that's Made right. a surprise visit. Nice. Uh, she's not wearing a mask. She's not? No. Oh, my God. I guess not COVID. Not in the photo ops. Oh, well, COVID's over. The first lady's not wearing a mask. <laughs> take your mask off. Mm-hmm. I, I miss 2020, though. I miss, I miss 2020. I'm going to tell you why. I miss walking into the bank. You know, in, in Austin, Texas, you know, Bank of America, and then, you know, open carrying a, a handgun and being able to wear a face mask. <laughs> Let me tell you, you people are nuts. I love 2020. I was like, thank you so much for what you've done for me. You allow me to open carry a handgun and put on a face mask and walk into the bank as a black man. Let me tell you. God. I hope you Thank went to the bank you. like that and your mask was one of those neck gaiters with like a, a skull <laughs> outline on it, you know? Oh, I just, I love 2020. I was just, when March, April, May, June happened, I was just like, I can do, I can actually wear a face mask and go into the bank and open carry a gun? Oh my goodness. Thank you, Texas. I love Texas. This is the Lone Star State. Boy, I love, I love this country. This United States is nothing like it. Anywhere else. There's nothing like U.S. So I, I really miss, from the bottom of my heart, I miss 2020. I miss that. You know, walking to the bank with a face mask, open carrying a gun. <sighs> I saw a guy uh, today that had on two masks. Really? Uh-huh. Still? Coming to pick up food at the restaurant. In yeah. 2022? Are you stupid or something? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you really? Wearing two masks. Two masks. Wow. How often does he leave the house? <laughs> well hopefully maybe because he was sick he was trying not to get us oh sick. maybe that could be yeah. the, 
Yeah, that's uh, we're gonna give know, him the likely benefit. the case when you see people doing. That, we'll give right? him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Got to watch out for those people that do that. That's right. That's right. I'm assuming that they're sick. Something's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to stay far away. They got the plague. <laughs> so, plague with a 99.97% survival rate. That's right. That's 99. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, man. I, I got, man, I have some family members that are just like, oh, no, I leave the house. I mask up. I put on masks, gloves. I'm like, yeah, okay. And eyeglasses. Yeah, we're and out here having face fun. Face mask, face shield, hairnet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you now. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, people. Do what you got to do. Be you, boo-boo. Oh, uh, so everybody knows about Elon Musk and his buyout of Twitter. Yes! Elon's buying Twitter. So there's actually a shareholder lawsuit that's challenging this buyout now. Oh. Mm -hmm. Don't be a player hater. (laughs) Let Elon buy Twitter. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to fight. The Orlando Police Pension Fund. uh, They can't afford it. Yeah, they're saying Delaware law forbids a quick merger because Musk had agreements with other big Twitter shareholders, including his financial advisor, Morgan Stanley, and Twitter founder, Jack Dorsey, to support the buyout. Well, they don't have enough money to fight Elon, so they're going to lose this battle. I'm pretty sure about that. He's going to have to liquidate a lot of his money, a lot of his stocks. You in really? Order in order to, to buy it? Pay for this, yeah. You think so? I think he has to, yeah. Oh, okay. We come back from the break. I'm going to talk about Dave Chappelle. He was attacked on stage in Hollywood. The bowl by that, what they call the Hollywood bowl by an audience member who was armed with a replica gun and a knife and got his face stumped in. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. At least 30 people were killed after a massive hotel explosion in Havana, Cuba, according to the health ministry. So, 24 people still remain hospitalized even today. You know, after this Friday explosion at a hotel Saratoga in Havana. So on Saturday, Cuban state media reported 32 dead, and Cuba's president said 26 were killed. Um, that doesn't make any sense. So they're going back and forth between those numbers. I'm confused by that. I'm looking on NBC, and they're saying three hours ago that the death toll has risen to 30. It's gone to 30 now? Okay. So I guess they Rescue workers continue searching the hotel's ruined Sunday, and officials said they believe more bodies remain inside the structure. Uh, the state-run company, uh, which manages the hotel, said 11 workers died in the blast and 13 remain missing. A Cuban-American woman is among the injured, according to the Dalla Alba Gonzalez, the Ministry of Tourism spokesperson. And a gas leak is thought to be the cause of the explosion. Okay, so it's going to be over a gas leak. Uh, thought it was good thing it's not a bomb or something like that. That's crazy. And and Cuba, man, Cuba's a beautiful, and Havana's a beautiful city. 
um, I like the vehicles in Havana. It's like it's like going back to like the 30s. Mm-hmm. You know, those vehicles are so nice, and they keep them in great condition. Like they just like tip top shape. And so one of these days, you know, hopefully we'll get it opened back up. We can go back to. I would love to take a vacation in Cuba. Love to go to Havana. Havana. You still can, right? Um, I think I have to go to Mexico, and then from Mexico, then over to Cuba. So it's just a pain. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully one of these days we'll be able to do that. I think that would be nice. So my, my thoughts and prayers, you know, to the Cuban uh, the Cuban people in Havana there. So hopefully, you know, we'll, they're able to rebuild and um, and then take care of the loss and the injured, you know, in this tragic incident here. Um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Do we even have the video of what happened? Uh, they're running on the stage and all that stuff. I, I, think, I think there's a video out there. Uh, we got to take a look at this because uh, this guy. So Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage by an audience member armed with a fake gun that had a real knife inside. Uh, and I guess he had it in his backpack or something like yep, that. In his backpack. Yeah. So it happened Tuesday night at the Hollywood Bowl, according to the authorities. The comic, you know, I know Dave Chappelle's only 48 years old. He's that young. I'm older than Dave. Well, age is not going to be kind to him because he looks older than 48. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's, He's seen some stuff. Dave, you need to drink more water. <laughs> you need to drink some milk. <laughs> Get that boy some milk. That's right, because age is not going to be kind to you. If you're only 48, you look a lot older than that. Whatever you're doing, you need to stop it. So the well, he according, according to the, uh, the reports here, Dave was performing as part of the Netflix is a joke festival when the mayhem unfolded around 10.45 p.m. And you know Beyonce was in the audience? No. Yeah, Beyonce was there. Man, she's seen a lot. Poor Beyonce. She gets to witness all this crazy stuff. She got to witness the slap of, of uh, <laughs> when, uh, when uh, what's the guy that got slapped? Chris, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> when yeah. Chris, yeah. You know, she's been there for like all these different little weird things and stuff in the audience and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty crazy. So the shocking video footage shows uh, Chappelle standing on stage as an audience member, identified his authorities as Isaiah Lee, who is 23 years old, charges and slams him to the floor. Seconds later, the attacker was tackled by security. And also, who else ran onto the stage there? What was on the stage? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> That's right. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is straight from the hood. His Texas sheriff's outfit, basically. <laughs> That's right. He's from Jamie's from Tyler, Texas. You know they country up there in Tyler. <laughs> so Jamie Foxx from Tyler, Texas said, "No, not on my watch." <laughs> so man, they began stumping this guy <laughs> until the middle of next week. Oh, you should have seen his hands after that when he's getting carried off in the stretcher. Was it oh. that? Was it bad? Mangled. Really. That Please I can describe look twisted. it as. Oh, mm-hmm. look twisted. There's a there's a there's a word for that. We call that F A F O. Fool around and find out. That's right. <laughs> uh, however you want to say that, but he found out. Uh, so man, and so this guy was only charged with a misdemeanor. He wasn't charged with a felony. Yeah, because the 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 weapon at the weapon was not within his immediate reach. Oh, so because it was in his backpack. Yeah. So he was taken to the hospital before he was booked early Wednesday into jail on a $30,000 bail. It's unclear what provoked the attack, but moments after the, the tackle, comedy uh, guest Chris Rock came on stage and gave Chappelle a hug before saying, was that Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, they just, they just keep coming. <laughs> they just keep coming. Keep coming. Uh, so... 
Chris Rock referred to the infamous uh, Smith slap after he made a joke about the actor's <laughs> wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, of, over her hair loss at this year's Oscar. Boy, I tell you, he got slapped into the middle of next week. Man, my grandmother heard that, and she's <laughs> she's been gone for a long time. <laughs> that was a hard slap. Let me tell you. Uh, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's crazy, crazy thing. Don't run on the stage. That's why, you know... We, that's why on Sunday, not Sunday, Saturday, which is, what is it, the third Saturday of the month at Central Texas Gunworks, we have Guns and Giggles. Um, and, you know, nice comedy show there. Come on out and and listen to my comedians. They're awesome. Guns and Giggles, the third Saturday of the month at Central Texas Gunworks. We have free food. We have free beer. I'll be there. <laughs> no, he's, he's free pizza, <laughs> free beer. Like, what? That's right. <laughs> Only at Central Texas Gunworks. Guns and giggles. That's right. So come out and check it out. Comedians are awesome. They're great. They're all from all around the country. You have some Canadians that come down, you know, and you know, tell their jokes because they're all locked up up there in Canada. Mm. They can't <laughs> they can't come out. So they come down to Austin to relax and take off their mask and and, and talk about how bad it is in Canada. So it, it's actually a great show, great comedians. So definitely check us out sometime. Third Saturday of the month. Guns and Giggles, only at Central Texas Gunworks. All right, so, you know, Michael, tell us about, you know, your race one more time. Give us a website. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. What do you want people to do? When is the runoff election? And all that good kind of stuff. Okay, so let's start off with my name. I'm Michael Rodriguez, uh, running for Congressional District 35. So the uh, runoff election is, the, the early voting is May 16th through the 20th, and the election day is May 24th. Now, it's all commonly heard that the runoff election t has low turnout. Oh, I mean, we need to we need we need to come out. We need to, like, put somebody that's going to go and face this challenger and face him head on. And I, I'm willing to take that responsibility and I, I'll accept the responsibility and I'll run with it. Um, like I said, I'm from the district, grew up from the district. I'd like to represent our district. And the best way to do that is for you guys to come out and vote uh, the runoff. May 16th to the 20th, election day, May 24th. Um, see, what else? What's your website? Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, my website is Michael for Texas. That's Michael, the number four, and Texas.com. Michael for Texas.com. So just hop on my website. I don't have any events posted right now because all I plan on doing this week is doing a bunch of block walking and meeting around, um, running around. Uh, try to meet as many people as I can before the uh, runoff election uh, begins. So I, I I ask everybody all the time if if you want me to be in your area, you know, send me a shout. Send me where you want me want me to be, and I'll I'll work it out and I'll show up to where wherever you ask me to be. I have no issues with meeting with anybody. I met with this person the other day. And I went to his house. He he wants to know more about me, and I was like, fine, I'll go to your place. Let's go. Let's meet. Let's talk. And we did talk for like three and a half hours. Just talking about everything in the world, you know, got to know him pretty well. And, you know, I, I, I will do that. So, but if you know somewhere that you think I should probably hit up, you know, I'll be there. Um, like I said, michaelfortexas.com. Michael, the number four, texas.com. Uh, Man, I, thank you, Michael. Really appreciate that. And that's Michael Rodriguez. Definitely check him out. Okay. Because we got to make sure that our voices are heard. You need to make sure we don't have you know people that are going to take your guns away. Want to make sure that we want to fund the police. We need a strong police department. 
Um, and that stuff is important. Crime is increasing, you know, around the country. And, you know, this, you know, the, the other guy, you know, thought it was, you know, thinks it's okay, you know, for, you know, rioters to destroy property and destroy businesses. You think it's okay to do that kind of thing. You think it's okay that, you know, they should be able to, you know, destroy your business because they're upset. And this is, you know, and, but unfortunately the videos that talked about all this stuff have been scrubbed from the internet. You can't find any of those videos anymore. You know, so now I got to go back through all my stuff now and dig up this stuff. Cause I know we've talked about this and we shared these videos online before. It's going to, I got to go through years of video, years of video. Now the scrub, and, and figured all this stuff out and pulled this stuff up so we can play it for you. Um, we, You know what? Later on in the month of May, we're going to do our show live from Central Texas Gun Rush. We're going to do it right there in the gun store. So you're going to catch us in the gun store. We're going to talk We're going to talk about some guns that are out there. We're going to talk about we may one of these days may take you to the gun range. I don't know. We may take you downtown, downtown Austin, Texas. Um, so we're going to do we're going to do some remote stuff. That's where we're going in the future. I want you to, you know, get away from the studio. We're going to get from behind this desk and talk about some real things. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.